0: Okay, so we're going to give this another try because we just tried this a second ago and it didn't work, but it looks like it's working now. (laughs) Oh. Okay, I think we're working. We're good. We actually have uh, little squiggly lines on the screen, so we're good.
1: We have the squiggly lines?
0: We have the squiggly lines.
1: Hey, squiggly lines are good.
0: Okay, so. So we're recording
1: already? We're recording. Oh, hi.
0: Hi. You've reached the Shays Lounge. And tell them who you are.
1: You, You always say who you are first. I'm Vaughn. No, you're not.
0: And you're Cricket, or I'm Cricket and you're Vaughn.
1: Exactly, there you go.
0: (laughs) Hang on one second, if you'll just bear with me.
1: Yeah. Pop the top again.
0: Pop the top again. That's number two. I got number three sitting ready to go.
1: I'm working on that bottle of wine. Ooh, love it. (laughs) This
0: has been kind of an interesting week. Well, not like super interesting, like in terms of daily lives. Just, you know, there's been a lot of stuff that's been happening the last couple of weeks. Yeah. In, in the world. Everywhere. Everywhere in the world. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about some of all of that.
1: A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I mean, there's. <laughs> it's been, what, two weeks since we've recorded? Mm. Three? And I got to
0: apologize because we apparently got a really angry message from one of our uh, regular listeners about the fact that we missed last week. He was like, don't
1: you ever miss again. <laughs> no, he just said, I've been looking for it all damn week.
0: <laughs> well... Loyal listener. Because
1: he's the one that actually said, because we were playing Xbox, and then yesterday, and he's like, no, earlier today.
0: Yeah, this is Saturday. Yeah,
1: and he was like, well, y'all have to record, and then we can play Xbox later. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been looking for the last week's episode all week, and it never showed up.
0: We we kind of, you know, and this is, it was just purely we got lazy last week. That's all it was. Yeah. 100% got lazy. I started flying my cot a little early on Saturday, and it just kind of snowballed from there. So, you, you know, just stuff happens. But um, cardboard, I'm sorry. We will try not to miss any more weeks to make sure you have something to listen to. If we, You know, if we had a way to um, to do this more than once a week, I think it would be fun to do it more than once a week. So if you ever get into position with your job where we're here at night, maybe we'll do, you know, a podcast. Like one on Saturday and one on Wednesday or something. We'll just have to see how it works out. We may not have that much to talk about.
1: <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Be like, uh well we're here. <laughs> <laughs> but has been a new a big week though. I mean, we've got finally a new president.
0: Yeah. And that has been the biggest change. Um, so, and and when, did, when did that happen? Wednesday? That happened... When, it just seems like all the, all the weeks are kind of blurring together. Um, but that happened on the 20th, so that was Wednesday. Which was also our wedding anniversary, so happy anniversary to us. We got yep. the best anniversary present ever. That that piece of trash got thrown out of the White House, and we got a new one.
1: And it's just, it's just <clears throat> so weird now, because... He's not all over Twitter. Mm-hmm. You don't have to listen to his crap no more.
0: He actually... Now, whether he's going to do behind-the-scenes crap that's worse, I don't know, but at least he sounds presidential. And, and it's it's a different tone. You know, you're not constantly on edge about what is that mf are going to say next. Yeah. Because that, that, that's that been the biggest thing about the last four years. I actually had one of my friends on Twitter... Not on Twitter, but on, uh, on Facebook. He was talking about how... He heard the words the president said today and his whole body tensed up. And he, he said he he felt like somebody was about to just strike him across the face. And is and, and then he realized, Oh wait, they're not talking about Trump anymore. They're talking about Biden and it was it took him a minute to actually yeah, to, calm down. To, you know, because Yeah, because he he's, he's a member. I'm not going to go too deep into his business because it's not my story to tell. But he is a member of the LGBT community and, and very deep into that community. And there were some really harmful legislation that was passed and some really hateful and hurtful things that were said about his specific part of the LGBT community by Trump. And for people like my friend, you know, they've they've got, it's it's almost like, it's it's PTSD.
1: Yeah. You know, from just being constantly
0: abused for the last four years.
1: I've got friends in that community. Yeah. I mean, it is, they've been having to put up with this crap. Yeah. That they were wanting to get married, but, or no, they were married, but they were worried about if they were going to be able to stay married or not if Trump got reelected.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've, I've actually, my, my very best friend in the whole wide world is a gay man. And he, I kept telling him, you probably need to go ahead and get married as soon as you can, just in case they decide to reverse it. And um, he, he said, no, he said, we're, we're not ready yet. He said, we're just going to take the chance. And I kind of wish they had gone ahead and pulled the trigger. But I'm glad now that they don't have to worry about that, yeah. at least for now. At least till twenty twenty four, when another
1: Trump is going to run. At least they're going to get married here in the next couple months, mm-hmm. and that's, that's that's. I'm very happy for him.
0: Yeah, because he's, he's awesome. A
1: few times I've met him, he seems like a really cool guy. I like him a lot. That's
0: right. So he is pretty awesome, and his 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 fiance is pretty awesome too. I can tell you that. So very quiet you know which is which is like the polar opposite of of my best friend right because uh my best friend is he's he's got a big personality man he 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 takes over every room he's in and his fiance is like not that <laughs> 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 they're a good match though they they work really well That's together. All that i mean
1: yeah as long as it's a good match and they're happy
0: and they're very happy they're actually talking about when they're going to adopt kids which you know is is they on the road? It's not anytime soon, yeah. but but they're talking about when they're going to adopt kids, and that's, that's going to be really neat. So I'm looking Probably, forward to their future. Pretty cool. Yeah. He. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me take another drink to clear my throat.
1: <laughs> well, you know we had, you know we we had a, a string of big Wednesdays. Because you, one Wednesday we had the insurrection. Yes. The next Wednesday we had the impeachment. Yes. And then the next Wednesday we had the inauguration.
0: That's true. <laughs> so Wednesdays have been big this year. Right. Very big this year. It's been a, a week and a half, week and a half since the insurrection?
1: Well, that was on the 6th. Okay. So it's been almost two weeks. So
0: almost two weeks. Well, so it's been over two weeks. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. So I, I want to talk a little bit. I know we're we try to have our... Podcast, like we've been doing our best to try to separate them into this is politics, this is, you know, whatever. Let, let's just, let's just talk today. Yeah. Um, a little bit about the insurrection. I was listening to a podcast today called uh, from a, um, a, a podcasting service called Pod Save America. And uh, they do mostly politics. Uh, the guys that are on there are um, former speech writers for people like Barack Obama and Bill Clinton, and you know some of the some of the greats, you know, were they they've all worked in the White House, and um, they played some interview footage from some of the Capitol police officers who were involved in not involved in the insurrection, but who were there when it happened. Uh, some of them were beaten by uh, the mob. Um, some of them managed to get away they said it was it it was crazy you know from the from the point of view of a police officer when you have fifteen thousand people coming at you and they're not going to stop what do you do yeah you know one of them described it like um i don't know if you guys have ever watched game of thrones uh but there's a scene um in season eight it's the last season where the bastards Battle of the Bastards. I thought that was the season before. Was that season seven? Maybe it was.
1: It
0: It doesn't matter. Anyway, Jon Snow...
1: You know nothing,
0: Jon Snow. ...is facing down a wall of people by himself. And there's one point where there are so many people around him and on him... they are dead that are dead, you can see him trying to crawl out from the bodies.
1: Like suffocating inside of the dead body. And,
0: and the way that they shot it, it was giving me an anxiety oh, attack. Yeah. It was awful watching like it. Like the because Kill
1: Bill it, scene when she's in the
0: Thing, the, yeah, when she's in the yeah. in the coffin, Ooh. yeah, it just oh. And, and thinking about that scene now, it makes my heartbeat a little weird because the way they shot it was just so beautiful. But if you can imagine being inside that for real, that's what those cops were feeling. Yeah, um, there was one guy who said that um, he was he his arms were pinned to his sides because there were so many people around him. He couldn't move because the people were just crushing him in. They grabbed his badge. They grabbed his hat. They grabbed his nightstick. They started beating him on the head with it. One of them was screaming, grab his gun and kill him with his own gun.
1: Oh, that's the one that they interviewed about later, too, yeah. isn't it? That they were, he was asking about that, and he said that, you know, I thought, you know, if I grab my gun, you know, my use of deadly force is something I could do. You know, and I've been in combat situations. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. He said, but what would I get? Just a few of them? And then that would have given them the reason that they were looking for to kill me. So he, I started going toward, you know, appealing toward their humanity. And said, so I you, hey, no, no, please, please, please. I've got kids. I've, I've got, got kids. kids. Yeah. And he said that some of them came out and, like, actually started surrounding him and helping him. Yeah. And they were like, well, what do you have to say to those people that helped you? And he said, well, first of all, you know, thank you. Right. But second of all, you know, fuck you for being there.
0: Right? You shouldn't <laughs> have been there. But thank goodness you were there to help, you yeah. know, save this guy's life. Because they would have killed him. They absolutely would have killed him. Um... But yeah, that's that's the same interview that I was listening to today. You know, they they he, 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 but can you imagine begging for your life, screaming I've got kids and hoping that these animals hear that and and see you as a fellow human being?
1: But what I, what I'm sick of though is the fact that they're they're not really wanting to take responsibility. Cuz I've noticed that every time a group of Trump supporters go out and do something stupid. They always start yelling Antifa. That was Antifa. So now I've been kind of messing with people, I guess, on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) And when they talk about, oh, these Antifa people did this, and those Black Lives Matter people are doing that. I'm like, dude, that's not Black Lives Matter people are Antifa. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, yeah, it is. No, it's not. That's Trump supporters pretending to be Antifa. (laughs) That's, that's who that is. That's Trump supporters. They're just trying to pretend to be an Antifa to get them in trouble.
0: <laughs> well, you explained to me why an Antifa, a, a, a person who who is who considers themselves to be Antifa or who is in the Black Lives Matter movement, would march on the Capitol to overthrow a government they agree with. Right. That makes zero sense. We're here
1: to tell you you're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Carry on, so that makes absolutely no sense and it makes absolutely no sense to say oh those people who were causing harm in the capitol those were all antifa biden supporters when those people were the people that were in front of trump did they did they did those people that were in front of trump go home and some people that were wearing their exact clothing go to the capitol pretending to be them i it, it it takes so much more belief in this weird conspiracy theory that Antifa did it than it does in the fact that some of your people are bad. And some of your people did bad things.
1: And they were, inc- I don't care who says what, they were incited by Donald Trump.
0: They were incited by Donald Mitch McConnell and, says that.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, you got some of these nut jobs that are saying, well, he couldn't have incited it because FBI has proof that it was planned ahead of time. <clears throat> I'm like, well, yeah, but for weeks... Trump has been telling people, be there on the six. It's going to be wild.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, okay, so yeah, it was pre-planned. 100% it was pre-planned. There were people who brought bombs. There were people who brought Molotov cocktails. There were a lot of people dressed in uh, tactical military gear, yep. uh, tactical police gear. There, there were police, off, off-duty police officers in their ballistics gear and Can you imagine a police officer attacking another police officer because he disagreed with him? You know, well, those, there was
1: an off-duty firefighter from Washington. Yeah, was one of the guys that hit a cop with a freaking fire extinguisher. Yeah,
0: I know. I mean, it's it just it blows my mind that these guys that, that were in law enforcement. But that's a whole other rabbit trail that we need to go right. down because there is a, and, and I'm going to get some articles on this and we're going to dig into this. There is a white supremacy and law enforcement. go hand-in-hand in, hand in a really scary way. I'm not saying all law enforcement is white supremacists. That's not not even, not even close to anywhere, not even half of them, not even a quarter of them, but enough of them to cause a problem.
1: Well, that, that's that classic case of, you know, all it takes is a few bad apples to ruin a whole bunch.
0: And when one of those bad apples becomes the captain or the sergeant or the, Lieutenant or the whatever that's running that police department, yeah. that crap rolls downhill. And the lower guy, the guys at the lower levels can't stop that white supremacy yeah, because they can straight from up the tell top.
1: them, You're on this case. Yeah. But I'm already on, you're not on that case. You're on this case now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As punishment. Oh, you're riding a desk now. Oh, you're, or no, you're they're just know, like, so Oh, we so don't, don't
1: want you investigating those people. So I'm just going to tell you, drop that case and get on this other one over here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and it's just. And speaking of white supremacy, most of the people that stormed the Capitol, the ones that were actually doing the damage, were white supremacists. They were members of the Proud Boys. They were members of the Three Percenters. They were members of the uh, the Oath Keepers. um, They were wearing Nazi paraphernalia. Um, One guy had a Camp Auschwitz sweatshirt on. Uh, they've arrested that guy now Uh, you know
1: know the Shaman guy is blaming Trump now right
0: yeah he's blaming Trump but he had Nazi uh, symbolism tattooed all over his body Um, and I want to talk about the fact that these white supremacists stormed the Capitol and thought they were going to they went in there not thinking that they were going to have to fight this war that they started They went in there thinking they could go in there and start the civil war, and somebody else was going to follow along and finish it for them. Yeah, because these guys fully expected to be able to go back to their lives, and their fifty thousand dollar pickup trucks, and their split level houses,
1: like the uh, in the in
0: the suburbs, the white suburbs.
1: Was the 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 real estate agent from Texas?
0: Yeah, she thought she
1: looked straight at the camera and asked Trump for a pardon. Yeah, (laughs) I'm facing jail time. Like, well, you do stupid things, you get consequences. Yeah,
0: play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Ta-da, you, win.
1: <laughs> you win, you win three hot meals a day.
0: But can we talk about Eugene Goodman for a minute?
1: Dude, that dude is a superstar.
0: Now, okay, so let's 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 set the scene here. You got an angry mob storming into the Capitol. Okay. Most of them are white supremacists. They're wearing all kinds of paraphernalia and tactical gear and everything else. They're storming their way up. They're trying to get in there. And if they catch a congressperson, they're going to kill them. That's the whole point of going in there. They're at least going to take hostages and do whatever, okay, and try to overthrow the government. A lone black police officer stands in between them and the stairway. They push him up the stairway. He's going up it backwards. He gets to the second floor and realizes he can go in one of two directions. If he goes to is. the left, is the open Senate chamber that they have not managed to secure yet. He, he knows if they, he takes them that direction.
1: He knows at that point they're going to follow him. Well, coming toward him. It,
0: well, he knows that this angry mob is, is coming at somebody. If they go to the left, if they get away from him and go to the left, they're killing somebody in that, in that Senate chamber. It's going to be a bloodbath. So what does he do? He looks to the right. That to the right takes him to the Coppola where he's got backup. So these white supremacists are coming up the stairs. They don't quite know where they are. So what does he do? He uses himself as bait. He knows that these guys are white supremacists. He knows what they stand for. He goes up to the lead guy and pops him in the chest and leads him to the right instead of to the left. And that guy looks to the right. The guy that he popped in the chest, he looked that direction, and the guy was like, hey, hey, I'm over here. Eugene was was, uh, just taunting them. Come on, come on, come on. And every time they slowed down, every time they stopped, he would walk right back up to that lead guy and just punch him in the chest. Pissing him off.
1: He would act like he was gonna hit him with his nightstick.
0: Yeah. And he was doing his best. What he was doing is he was using his body and he was using his blackness as bait for these guys, knowing that if they if they wanted to, they would kill him. But he could he was trying to get them into the main part of the Capitol building so he could have some backup. And as soon as he got them there, he had what? Eight or ten cops behind him. They yeah, were able it, to kind it, it of was stop them. funny the mob.
1: because they're sitting there all. You know, those guys coming up the stairway after him had him outnumbered.
0: I'll by a lot.
1: But as soon as the odds started evening, they they hit the brakes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I I was like, no, you chicken shit. You started to keep going, right? Don't act all big and bad just because you got the numbers. And when you don't have the numbers, all of a sudden you're like, oh well, maybe not.
0: Yeah. But Eugene, Eugene Goodman is an absolute hero because he put himself in front of the Lions and said, come and take me, come and get me.
1: And then the stage and the position he got put in on the 20th.
0: Tell them, tell them, tell them.
1: I mean, there there was no one better for them to get as one of the personal escorts for Harris. Yes, yes. After her inauguration, when they're walking toward the White House and all that stuff, he Eugene was the guy Goodman out there. was
0: the guy with Kamala Harris yes. escorting her to the White House. Yeah, that and was cool. That look on his face said "motherfucker, try me." Yeah, that's exactly what that. Pg i I've already used that word. I'm sorry. I'm name? sorry. I'm sorry. Whatever. We're an explicit podcast. Whatever. <laughs> if I want to drop a couple of mfers, I will. Had a couple, leave me alone. Right. <laughs> but yeah, Eugene Goodman, absolute hero.
1: Yeah. He got a
0: promotion it. out of that too, which is awesome.
1: Well, there's a bunch of other ones that should have been fired over.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, there's a lot of lot of crap that happened in the in the Capitol. They've arrested how many people have they arrested over that? Oh, it's I it don't know. it the numbers grow every day because those jackasses were allowed to go home. Because as you said, the Capitol Police didn't want to fire the first shot. Because if they fired the first shot, all those guys had weapons. They had been. The guy said that they had been. the The Capitol Police uh, uh, police officer that I was listening to today said they had been confiscating weapons from these idiots all day. They knew every single one of them had a gun. And he was he he said I didn't know what else to do. He said I I could have absolutely fired my weapon on these people and gotten a few of them. He said, but that would have been, it would have been over at that point. He said there was 15,000 people out there and probably 10,000 guns. It would have been a bloodbath. It would have been so horrible. So he used the restraint, which that's a whole other rabbit trail. But anyway, so these people were pushed off the Capitol grounds that night. And then the FBI is picking them up one by one. They said, if you have a phone and you were in the Capitol... We're coming for you. We're coming for you. Because those I idiots... I think it's
1: funny on how many of the tips and stuff they've gotten off of this stuff have been from family members. Yeah. They said they've had ex-girlfriends call in. Yeah. Hey, this screenshot right here that I'm sending you, this is my ex-boyfriend. It was in the capital. This is his name. This is where he lives. This is his phone number. <laughs> and you've had ex-boyfriends saying, hey, that was my girlfriend. That was my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. And, and they'll do the same thing. This is her name. This is her phone number. This is where she lives. And that's how a lot of their tips are coming in from ex boyfriends, ex girlfriends, ex husbands, ex wives.
0: Well, what amazed me
1: friends and family members are turning in their own family members.
0: Yep. Yeah, well, what amazed me so much is on the day. Do you remember how many news reports we watched and people were like, yeah, my name is so and so and I live in right? so and so and da 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 da? They were doing that because they thought the military was going to back them. They thought the FBI was going to come in there and help them take over the Capitol and overthrow an unjust government.
1: They expected Trump to send people in there to help them.
0: They expected Trump to have their backs because he's been telling them for four years, go rough them up. I'll pay your legal bills.
1: Yeah.
0: It's okay. Be rough
1: on them. That's what I'm saying. Like that shaman guy with the bullhorns or whatever, Mm -hmm. his attorney is saying that his his client is sorry for what happened, sorry for what he did, and that he feels like an idiot because he was duped by Trump. Well,
0: yeah, he was. What did Trump say? Walk down to the Capitol. I'll be right there with you. And then he fucked off in a cab and he was gone. Sorry. He, 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 whatever. I said it. It's fine.
1: Yeah, he's, (laughs) he's like, let's go that way. And he sneaks off to the left.
0: But the fact that he was not taken to a secondary secret location out of Ooh, out that. of safety for him tells you that this mob was in support of Trump because the Secret service didn't feel the need to sequester Trump away in the bunker yeah he was sitting in the he was sitting in the the uh, the family rooms in the White House watching all this go down on TV he wasn't somewhere safe Whoa.
1: You know how they they got his impeachment hearing
0: starting on the 8th. On the 8th.
1: Yeah. A lot of people were kind of complaining at first about them putting it off. But I was listening to an interview with some of the defense. I mean, some of the prosecution side. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Yeah, we didn't want to put it off. But we're really glad that we have now." they said because every day new information New recordings uh-huh new videos Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been able to look, find it online but I'm, I'm waiting because I may have been trying to not to keep too much of it but when all this was going down and he was at the White House watching it mm-hmm. apparently someone has given a given a cell phone video to someone of Trump watching this on TV commenting about it smiling about it laughing about it and enjoying every bit of it Ooh. that he was very visibly pleased with what was going on
0: his whole goal of the last four years has been a civil war he's wanted a civil war he's tried to get a civil war
1: but they're like you know we're, we're not too upset right now that it got pushed off because every day more and more crap's coming out.
0: Well, oh, oh. Not just about Trump. There was a dude in the Capitol insurrection who was flipping. Somebody was sending him text messages saying Congress... i don't want to told you about that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But we haven't told them about it.
1: Well, actually, I think Cardboard is the one that sent the the link to me.
0: Well, we have like three or four other listeners that need to know too. This is so awesome because this dude is singing like a canary because uh, he was, while he was in the Capitol, he was getting text messages from some highly placed person saying, hey, go here. Congress people are here. Go, go here. Go out the Go north out the exit
1: north- uh, of the Senate, cha- or the House chambers. Uh, go down so far. Take that stairwell down down 3 floors. This is where this is where everybody's at. Yeah. Now, what specific I, instructions? And told them, block them in. Set off the gas.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Lauren Bobert, and I hope she goes to jail forever.
1: Well, a lot of the posts and the <clears> comments, <throat> of course, it's just theories. A lot of people are saying the same exact thing that they think that's who it is. Mm-hmm. Which would be interesting to find out. But somebody's somebody's made a plea deal.
0: And it's coming down. And
1: like, I'd like to like make a plea. And they're like, what do you have to offer? And he started showing them text messages.
0: Yeah. Because you knew these idiots were going to flip on each other. There's no honor among thieves, or however the saying goes. Somebody was going to flip.
1: But these FBI, and I think because the FBI has been so gung ho about finding all these people, is the reason Biden has not replaced the FBI director.
0: Yeah,
1: he has decided to keep that guy there.
0: Yeah, well, the guy's doing his job, so yeah, he he's, might so as he's well doing leave his him job. Yeah. So,
1: but it's funny because I was listening to a guy last night <laughs> in an interview, and they were he was talking, they were talking about him, and they said, "Uh, you know, how, how long should we?" considerably give biden to get all get a lot of the stuff straightened up get it cleaned Mm up and the guy's like well after what we've been through he said and i loved how he said it he said that's like saying the last bird is gone but you're never getting that stench out of the chicken house yeah and i was just like "Ooh." yeah (laughs) (laughs) so somebody's gonna walk through like smells like trump in here which well, brought me to just kind of going back, but and I think I mentioned this to you the other day. Just show me, show you what kind of shit people these Trump family are. That you know everybody's like, oh Melania is such a graceful and elegant, and uh, they just try to talk her up so much. Mm-hmm. She's just as racist as the rest of them.
0: Yeah, she is. She's a birther.
1: I mean, because they were talking about how when Trump won, she refused told them she refused to move into the White House until they replaced any toilet that the Obamas could have used.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. There there are people who, who are, and I, I admit for a while I was one of them, who was like, well, Melania is just there. She was a trophy wife. She got into something she didn't expect to get into. And she probably never expected to be first lady. That's not something she ever signed up for. But she was not there with her eyes closed. Hmm. When she married Trump, she knew what she was getting. She so was a sugar daddy. She was getting a sugar daddy, but she has supported him through all of his bullshit. Yeah, and I don't think. And if you're that's, an
1: enabler, you're just as guilty. You're
0: just as guilty. What do we say? If you got ten Nazis sitting around, or you got uh, eight Nazis sitting around a table, and two people, or two pe- two Nazis sitting at a table, and ten other people with them, you got twelve Nazis at the table. I can never say that right.
1: No, no and you change up the numbers every time. So I really do. can't help you. It's like it one, nine, 9 twelve, you, forty-two.
0: Well, anyway. If there's a Nazi at the table you're sitting at, leave or you're one of them.
1: What if you don't know there's a Nazi?
0: Well, then it's not your fault. But if you know there's a Nazi, you should leave. Or you should punch him and then leave.
1: Because that should be a law. You're allowed to punch one Nazi a day.
0: Exactly. Yes. And if you're wearing something stupid like a Camp Auschwitz t-shirt, you should get punched repeatedly. Yeah. Or, or did you see some of those guys were wearing one that said uh, 6MWE?
1: Yeah, six million wasn't enough.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh. And if you got... And I, I know man. you guys probably already know this, but the 1488, if you see somebody that's got 1488 on their body somewhere or on a t-shirt or whatever, they're a Nazi. And they try to play that off. Oh, it's just the number 14 and the number 8. Oh, it's, the year 1488 is some... No, bullshit. It's the 14 words, and 88 is Heil Hitler.
1: Yeah,
0: Nazis!
1: Well, that's just like all this other crap. Like, some... Somebody- like all these <laughs> stupid ass conspiracy theories about how Trump was going to remain in office.
0: Oh my oh my gosh. There
1: was Just wait. It'll, the, the, it'll the, on this The day. QAnon people. Oh my lord. They I don't know if I, if I mentioned this one too, you're not. They said that when Trump was doing something that morning of he was like giving his farewell address or whatever before Biden swore sworn in, right? Right. That Trump was giving all of them a hidden message. Very subtle message. To let them know that he was going to remain in power and Biden was getting arrested and that everything was going to be okay. <laughs> and it was because of the flags that were behind him.
0: Oh, oh, the flags. Oh, do tell.
1: There were 17 flags.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, 17. Okay, I, I see now. Okay. No, why
1: 17? 17th letter of the alphabet.
0: Yes. Q. <laughs> oh my God. These people are grasping at straw. Anything. Anything. It would just.
1: And <laughs> you know, like they, they interviewed some lady that had a sign about.
0: It's so dumb. The,
1: about all this shit. And she was one of Q9 nut jobs too. And he was, this guy was asking her, he's like, and he, cause he, he was waiting. Huh?
0: No, bring it down. It's causing the the mic to pop.
1: He was waiting for it to be right before Biden was sworn in. Uh Uh-huh. And he walks up to this lady and starts talking to her. Right. And he's like, what do you think about Biden being the president? He'll never be the president. He won't. I'm telling you right now, you just watch and see, he's never going to be the president. It just won't happen. It's not gonna happen. He won't be the president. And all of a sudden, you hear everybody cheering. And he goes, "Did you hear all that?" She goes, "Yeah." You know why they're cheering? No, because Biden was just sworn in. No, uh. Uh-uh. I- I've been listening to what Trump said. and All the stuff he's been saying. It-, it, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. He's like, it literally like it literally just, just happened. Happen. He's the president of the United States. He was just sworn in. Well, he no. Well, well, he's not God's president. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what kind of, because you know these reporters walk around, they're like, hey, come here, that one over there, that one looks like the dumbest one of the bunch, let's go visit them, (laughs) let's go talk with them, because I was just like, oh my God, you people, and then, of course, the greatest one I've heard so far, do you think Trump has a plan, well, of course he does, that man's a genius, that's what the J in his name stands for, genius, Like They're
0: they're not the sharpest spoons in the drawer.
1: No, they're not even in the drawer. (laughs) (sighs) Well,
0: thankfully, QAnon supporters are not all of Donald Trump's supporters. Like, QAnon is probably less than an eighth of actual Trump supporters. The rest of the Trump supporters are just, you know, Trump supporters because he was a Republican or Trump supporters because they like Trump, whatever. They're at least not conspiracy theorists. Like, we've got some Trump supporters that live up and down our road. Uh there's a couple of people that still have their Trump signs out, but there is one guy who was smart enough that on the Saturday after
1: they called the it. final
0: results were called in November, he went ahead and took his Trump flag down and hasn't put it up since because he's not a dumbass. he is willing to accept defeat. You know, now he waited until it was like officially called. Until I think it was, what were we waiting on? Arizona or Pennsylvania? Uh, Pennsylvania. We were waiting on Pennsylvania. I think so, so as soon as Pennsylvania was. Well, you called, know, something
1: in Pennsylvania's. I mean, they 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 started running out of fingers and toes. They had to start calling people <laughs> in to help them count because they ain't they, they, them kind of like the spoons in the drawers. Not all of them the brightest ones. <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. If he flies to Texas and whoops your ass, I'm gonna let him do it.
1: <laughs> he's short. He couldn't get his foot <laughs> high enough to reach my ass.
0: <laughs> he'd kick you in the knee.
1: Yeah, he he might now he might come up and straight jab me straight jab me in the sack or something. But <laughs> he's like five two or something. I don't know. He's a little bitty dude. From what I what I what he said.
0: He can't be as short as the other one in Probably South Carolina.
1: Probably <laughs> Probably not. But that one we've pretty much.
0: He, there's, I hate to
1: say it on here, too, but cause I don't know if... I, I mean, I doubt he would ever listen anyway. Well, that's but, what I was
0: saying. He probably wouldn't listen to this because it would piss him off. Yeah. And I hate that.
1: But we've, we've pretty much... It sucks. After all these years, But we've pretty much... I mean, it's gotten to the point where we almost but written him off. Because, like, even his brother that still plays with us, he said that, you know, I don't ever have time to play. I don't have time to play, so I'm never on. But he'll find out that he's on with other people. Yeah. Because he said, you know, they've had the political discussion between Mm -hmm. the two of them before, and he would get really pissed off. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I was like, I hate to say it, guys, but I I mean, I think he's just, I think he's too far gone.
0: Yeah. Well, and and that's the way I am with my family. You know, I can't talk to my family right now, and they are convinced that I can't talk to them because I'm not a Trump supporter. And I was like, no, that's not the reason. That's not the reason. And the fact that you are Trump supporters like literally my entire family, is not the reason that I can't talk with you. The reason I can't talk to you is because I can't take you seriously as Christians.
1: Well, that too. and You can't talk to someone that you know is not really going to listen.
0: They're not going to listen. I can't take them seriously as Christians because they were willing to compromise every single one of their Christian principles in order to support this man. So it, it doesn't really have anything to do with the election, It has everything to do with the fact that I've lost respect for them because they compromised everything of themselves and the way that they raised me in order to throw all of their support behind somebody who is the antithesis of what they said they support.
1: I mean, like, I... I I think we went back to that church maybe one or two times afterwards, after this. But... There was one time that something that one of the, no, something your mother did in church that I was just, I remember thinking, I'm never coming here again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because she did a prayer in church and it was the typical, woe is me, Or no, not woe is me, but woe is Trump. And talking about how people are treating him so unfairly Mm. and all this stuff. And I was just like.
0: I never heard her pray that when Obama was president. No.
1: And, 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 you know, you you try to keep your mind a certain way while you're in church. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But I remember thinking in my head, you're fucking crazy.
0: Yeah. Well, you were not there this Sunday. The last Sunday that I ever set foot in that church, my mother handed out a prayer, like a handwritten or like a typed out prayer. It was a full page that came from some Christian right wing group, kind of like focus on the family. It wasn't focus on the family, but it was something like them. Right. The group that this came from is classified as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center because they believe in things like gay conversion therapy.
1: Shock them till they're straight.
0: Shock them till they're straight, right?
1: Uh, you know what you do if you're ever gay and you get shocked. You know how you get them to stop shocking you. How? Go. Oh my God, that was good. Do it again. <laughs> harder, Daddy. Harder. harder. Turn up the juice. <laughs> but I'm come pitch my nipple while you do it.
0: <laughs> hurts so good. Hurts so good.
1: Well, that's like the, the sidetrack, but we. <laughs> did something and one of the guys was like what took you so long you're off in the you're off in the dark with somewhere with someone with you weren't you and then he was like I, and one of the other guys was like i bet you it's probably a trainer you were in there with weren't you and i was like dude it doesn't matter you're like what <laughs> i was like when you're when, when the lights are off all mouths feel the same <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh and, just- and he
1: was like and he was like that's gross i'm like well if the light's off you don't know the difference <laughs> And I said, I said, you know, cardboard's been doing that and he was like, How did you know? And I said, they, they I said I've seen the pictures and I and I posted a picture of solid like a solid black background and I'm like, See, I know you're in there somewhere <laughs> and then he screenshot it, drew on it with his pen, a little circle, and then sent it back, so there I am
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm I'm gonna correct you real quick. I'm gonna correct you on on the podcast. Good, don't say tranny. I know that's a slur. I know. Okay. Anyway, moving on. The prayer that was handed out was a full page prayer that basically put Donald Trump up as a golden calf.
1: Well, no. Uh, let me let me go back on something real quick too. The guy that said the word tranny, he ain't the sharpest one either. He may not could spell the full word. So he was using a short <laughs> one.
0: Well, if you're talking about a tranny, you better talking better be talking about <laughs> your truck. That's all I got to say. <laughs> But uh, but yeah. Anyway, hadn't hadn't darkened the hadn't darkened the, the doorstep of that church since February, and I don't intend to go back. And,
1: and, however, you do it, but COVID actually has helped us with that,
0: right? Because we've been able to blame COVID for not ever going because back to that church again. The,
1: the, when we had decided we weren't going back,
0: COVID hit right like two after weeks that Later, that,
1: yeah, is when it, the COVID crisis really hit. Yeah, and we're like we just
0: can't <laughs> sorry man we just it's, it's not safe for us to go back
1: <laughs> but I know when you switch churches they send a letter to your previous church mm-hmm. letting them know that your your uh, membership is changing right and so I mean my worst and my biggest thought lately have been what church could I go to And if I just go there long enough do they let me become <clears throat> a member of that church that would just really bunch the britches of your dad when he got that letter from that church saying, you know, I will were moving our membership to that church. Catholic church. Catholic?
0: Catholic. Because it, I, I grew up Baptist. Baptists don't believe that Catholics are Christians because they worship idols.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, I was raised, my entire life, I was raised that Catholics are not Christians.
1: So we need to go to a Catholic church.
0: We need to go to a Catholic church. <laughs> yeah isn't that terrible hmm. like the biggest Christian religion in the entire world and Baptists are like no wrong one
1: well, you believe wrong I, I, I've been wanting to get away from the denomination part of it because every denomination feels like they're the only ones that has it right yeah Baptists only they're the only ones that have it right Catholic Lutheran Pentecostal, Pentecostal. it doesn't yeah. matter it's like their way is the only right way to get where you want to go so,
0: I kind of, I, you know, I don't know if, if we decide to go back to church ever again. I, I don't know what kind of church I want to go to. I, I think I just want to go to whatever church welcomes me in as a human being. But see, that, that, as, that's
1: why I like when we lived in the Waco area. Yeah. That was a big Baptist church. But, but that's he, the one church I've been to. I, I, I. I I felt really welcome every yeah. single time. I mean, what was because what amazed me the most about that church is that we went there one time we were trying to find a church mm-hmm. and we went there and visited and then
0: eight months later, one
1: thing led to another and it was like three or four months down the road. before we ever finally decided to go back. Right. And that preacher there greeted us by name.
0: Yes, he did. And he had seen us one time.
1: And I, my first thought was, how in the heck?
0: He saw us in Walmart a year later. Hey, and he introduced us to his wife. Hey, yeah. this is this is Vaughn and Cricket. Yeah. And and here's my wife and and it and I was like <laughs> we are one of
1: There was probably 200 people that church. 200 churched. people that
0: went to that church and he he knew every single person by name. Yeah. Every single person. It was unbelievable.
1: But it, and I've been to big churches before. And I, grew I grew up in a big I grew church. up in a big church.
0: I did too. 700 people. And,
1: you know, but that one there, I probably felt more. Now, granted, I felt comfortable in the one I grew up in because that's the one I grew up in. Mm -hmm. But ever since we quit going to that church when I was younger, I've never really gone to another one that I felt really that welcomed in. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now, there was one church that it was kind of so-and-so. But I felt I was way more welcomed when the church league softball season started.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Because you're a baseball player. (laughs)
1: Because I started playing and I asked them if I could play. And none of them really knew me. Mm -hmm. And they had an A team and they had a B league team. And so they wouldn't let me be on the A league team. Of course not. So they put me on the B league team. And after a few weeks, they've tried to get me to go get on the A-League team. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I'm here. <laughs> you know, and I got to play, like some of them played outside of the church league. Because like there for a while, I was playing on our church league, B-League team. And I was playing on another B-League team that wasn't a church league. And then there was two other leagues going on, and I was on a league teams on there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so it was fun. I was playing, a, I was like, I was playing softball damn near every night. But I loved it though, you know.
0: Well, if you ever get in a position with your job where you're you're on a different shift, and, and we've got evenings, I don't see why you couldn't do that again. I think that would be fun, and we could we could start the youngest the youngest son in uh, baseball, and you could go out there and coach.
1: Yeah. Well, that's like my oldest son, he played baseball for a little while and he ended up quitting. But uh he wasn't that good, but he tried. Yeah, he did. He made that's the, Alex. Yeah, he but he made the All Star team one year.
0: Oh, oh? One of his
1: first years he played, he made the All Star team. Oh. And I even asked him. I was like, How the hell did he get on the All Star team? He wasn't that good. He <laughs> was out on the outfield picking flowers and shit, not paying attention, he didn't know what the hell was going on. You know why he got on the All-Star League?
0: Because of your name.
1: Because of his last name. Yeah. They said they found out who he was, and they're like, he needs to be on the All-Star team.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I know that our kids go to a different school than what you went to, but one of the coaches at that school went to school with you where you went.
1: He was our freshman starting shortstop on varsity when I was a senior.
0: Yeah, exactly. So if we could get the boys in baseball um, –
2: Hi, child. Every time he substitutes, he's like, "Oh, I know your dad."
0: Yeah, exactly. And so. Oh no
1: no, you're he's she, that this, no you, he's thinking of a different one, different coach.
0: Okay, one of them.
1: You're talking about Mr. Langford. I'm gonna go ahead and say his last name. He was a little league coach that I had. He
2: was the first one who let you.
1: He's the first one that ever let me try to pitch.
2: Yeah. Now. He you know, you made fun of your handwriting one time. <laughs> He did? Fun <laughs> he made fun of your handwriting? Made fun of your handwriting. He said you couldn't write a new... He said something about your handwriting. <laughs> oh, my
1: handwriting my entire life has been atrocious.
0: Yeah, he said something about it being bad. Oh, you got yeah. beautiful handwriting now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I get picked on even at work now because... Like, even like I had to write a statement over something that happened at work. And... our like a teacher. Our mill manager was like, Did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody's like oh yeah you ought to see his load sheets they're all pretty like that
0: <laughs> you write like a teacher. He, he writes in all caps and the teacher. kerning is just beautiful between the letters and it's just like
1: but my my capital letters are just taller capital letters right. and my lowercase letters are just shorter lowercase letters oh, i have a little
0: bit of knowledge for you child that you may not know either vaughn anyway hang on
1: hi hi say, say hi child since you're here
0: did you Do you know why they're called uppercase and lowercase letters? No. Okay, so back when they had printing presses and they had to have all the letters in, in little boxes and little cases, you know, little, little uh, slots inside the boxes and cases that they had, they had the bigger letters in the uppercase so that they knew where they were and they had the smaller letters in the lowercase so that they could pull that out and go with the smaller letters. That's why they're called uppercase and lowercase, because of the old printing prints.
1: You've got so much useless knowledge. I know, it's all
0: completely useless, but it's so interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can tell your friends that and amaze them with the knowledge that you have. I don't think they'll care. I don't think they'll care either, but still.
1: (laughs) They might care. You don't know. You
0: don't know. (laughs) They definitely would not care.
2: Sarah might think it would be pretty cool, but nobody else would. You need to spike your hair. No
0: thanks. I think it would look pretty really, pretty cool. I
2: don't
0: we need to put colors in it. No.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. Definitely colors. Definitely. I, want, I want. But I if want you black and white, it's we can't so do white, bad. but we can do black. Yeah, and we're gonna. I do think it. if you're gonna
1: do black and white, how you kind of got the undercut?
0: <clears throat> we're gonna do like the like a undercut fruit
1: fruit should effect. be white, and the I top should be I'm black. That. Yeah. that would that, that would look do. sharp.
0: You know, we can probably do that the next time. Ooh, when your hair grows out a little bit, and we I do like a, like a like genuine a genuine undercut. Silver color, kind of. Orange. We can we can dye your hair. We can.
1: We Is can. this where we're supposed to take a commercial break?
0: Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Seagram's escapes Jamaican be happy.
1: <laughs> Roscado, cheap wine, get you drunk and tastes good. Find it at your local stores. <laughs>
0: One day when we have more than six listeners, we'll actually get some advertisers. (laughs) (laughs) Go away, child. Tell me when your friend wants me to bring you over, and I'll bring you over. (laughs) Mm.
1: Oh, we did get to eat at Tijuanaitas today. We did
0: eat Tijuanaitas. I want to talk about something that's actually really important and something that's um, kind of heavy.
1: Okay, let's talk about me.
0: You're definitely heavy.
1: Yep. (laughs) I'm not fat. I'm just short for my weight.
0: I'm big boned.
1: I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm big boned. I'm short for my weight. If I was seven <laughs> foot tall, I would be perfect. Okay. It's not my fault. I didn't grow tall enough.
0: Would you stop making a mess? <laughs> okay, so I, I had something written down here, and I've got a bunch of stuff written down, and I would like your opinion on it.
1: Okay. It's
0: about the death penalty. You and I disagree on the death penalty. Yep. This is This is one of our our big disagreements. We've never Texas got the express it. lane. We've never fought over it, but it is something that we do disagree over. Um, I used to be extremely pro-death penalty um, to the point where I was glad we lived in Texas because, like you said, we had an express lane. Um, if more than two, yeah, if more than two people saw you do what you did, they could execute you that much quicker. Um, there was one man who didn't even, like, commit the crime. Hey, that I one over there still I got some man. Yeah. Hey, go look, over, go over there. Over there, over there, over there. So, <sighs> but I'm talking about the federal death penalty at this point. Because there's a federal death penalty, and then there's states have their own death penalties. And I think there's only, like, ten states that actually still only have the death penalty. Right? There's not very many of them. Um, Louisiana and Ohio both have the death penalty, and... Uh, okay, but they you're haven't. You're getting sidetracked here. Well, they what haven't executed to to? anybody in uh, like 10 years or so. In 2020, Trump put to death 10 prisoners. Just in 2020. That's more than all the states combined. Because the states combined put to death seven people, where he put to death 10. Um.
1: And I heard that one of those, like, even the victim's family was pleading for this man's life.
0: Yes, because he was a teenager and he was the driver and he didn't really have anything to do with the crime. And they still put him on death row. Yeah. And they put him to death. There were two teenagers, uh, an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old. And I understand that's an older teenager, but they're still a teenager. They're adults, but they're still teenagers. Um, An 18-year-old and a 19-year-old were put on death row. They were both put to death in 2020. Um, they had been on death row for a while. They weren't teen- obviously weren't teenagers anymore. I think they were in their late 20s, early 30s. Um, still not very old. Um, they also put to death a Navajo man.
2: Who um, was one black man who, like, even, like, people who had seen it or that were around, like, said that he was innocent and they yeah. him. They'd still killed him.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that's, the, that's the guy we were talking about. Um, even even the victim's family was like, this guy doesn't need to be put to death, and they still put even him Even the guy
2: death. who did the crime said it was him and that it wasn't the other guy, and they still killed yeah.
0: him. Um, but there was a Navajo prisoner that was put to death this last year um, against Navajo law because uh, the U.S., uh, the, the Trump administration ignored sovereign Navajo law, which is against the death penalty, and they put the guy to death anyway. Um well, so it was Trump, like, they,
1: he learned a long time ago that he could do whatever the hell he wanted and it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, it, it was kinda it was almost like a killing spree, <laughs> you know, in 2020. It was it was kinda kinda terrible. And my view on the death penalty is I understand why we have it. I understand that it is a cathartic thing for people who have lost loved ones. I understand that it is a way of making somebody pay eye for an eye for a crime. I understand all of that. And if we were able to get it right every single time, I would have no problem with the death penalty. My issue is I would rather let 10,000 murderers sit on in prison for life than to execute one innocent man. And we get it wrong a lot. We have executed a lot of innocent men.
1: Well, I do agree women. with that. That's the bad thing about it is that we have... Because like they'll come out and say, "Oh man, we screwed up." You know, we, we DNA, DNA evidence, evidence, now, evidence shows. now shows that that guy wasn't the one that did it.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, speaking of DNA evidence, a sidetrack, side, track, side no, note. Yeah, sorry. Go
0: for it. Go for
1: it. Some lady is filing suit on Trump uh-huh. for raping her.
0: Uh huh. E Jean Carroll
1: said that she was raped and she still has the dress that she was wearing that has his DNA on it.
0: Yep, and he has been. He has had an injunction. Or he, he's been trying to get a judge to grant him an injunction against giving her a sample of his DNA. Now, an innocent man would not do that. An innocent man would say, no, take all the DNA you want. Take it. There because I a... had nothing to do with it. There's a picture. But he's he's been screaming for years. If you're going
1: to talk, you're going to stand close come, to the come mic. Over here so it can pick you up. And speak loud. Because if not, we're listening to you and we've got dead air.
0: Yeah. So come over here and speak up. I don't
2: know. I was just going to... There's a picture of
1: picture Trump's of Trump's wife
2: while they're leaving. I don't know. I don't remember where they were going, but in the or where they're going in the picture. But they were leaving, and his wife looked so happy. Like she had never. Yeah, oh yeah. She she's, was holding his hand and everything. Like she was so happy. Well, right? they
0: they were coming down off the plane as they were leaving from his little um because he had oh, a pre party.
2: There's a picture of them leaving the plane, and she looks like she had just yeah you know, she, she looked, done
0: with him yeah on the plane. Well, she she's wearing this god awful dress when they leave to get in the limo, you know, to go off to wherever they're going, and she, she's done. Like she's like th- this is we're talking about Melania. Like she's done. Like he stops and poses for the cameras, and she just keeps on walking. She's like whatever, just keeps on going. As as they
1: were going. When was this? Like, oh.
0: This was the morning of uh, the inauguration after Trump got done with his little party, and they got off the plane and got in the limo and left.
1: Got He's, off the party. that They were begging people to come to.
0: Yeah. Please bring yourself and five Five people.
1: Friends.
0: <laughs> but they were, they were gone. So she just looked so happy. Oh,
2: looked. yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Never looked up like here. That was funny. funny. Yeah. But, um, okay. So we're probably not going to talk about the death penalty because we've gotten off on a, on a rabbit trail.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with the death penalty. But I understand how, how do you be sure that you're sure.
0: Yeah, and, and I understand DNA evidence, and I understand eyewitnesses, and I understand this. Eyewitnesses are wrong all the time.
1: Yeah, I, that's why. Cause like I even, um,
0: and DNA almost took
1: a job at DPS once uh-huh. as dis, as a dispatcher. Right. And and that was one of the things they told you <clears throat> was that you know if you do this and you get a call for something, like there was a hit and run, whatever happened. You have to be able to basically, you're relaying averages, is what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> because you're going to get 10 calls of the exact same thing, and every one of them is going to be different. Yeah. On what kind of car it was. If it was a man, a woman, black guy, skin, white guy. light skin, yeah. tall, short, long hair, you know. It, Every single call is going to be different, yeah. And that's when you say, okay, well, that's when they when they call the officers to go wherever they're going to go. So you're looking for possibly a late model four door car
0: that might with, be silver or might be green tinted
1: windows. Um, you know, so they're when they're out looking for people, they
0: it's a wide net.
1: They obviously they they honestly don't know who the hell they're looking for.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: and I, that's how you get a lot of times when people get stopped. Mm-hmm. Because they thought that, that... I got stopped one day.
0: Because you fit a description.
1: I fit a description of something they were looking for. Yeah. They pulled me over and said... And they, and they kind of sat in the back in their car for a while. And I'm like... <laughs> this dude's been kind of sitting back there for a while. And I was like, okay, you know, I got my dome light on. I got my window down. You know, I got my hands up on the steering wheel. doing everything I'm supposed to do. And waiting and waiting and waiting. He finally come up and said, I'm sorry, sir. You can go. And I went, what? <laughs> this vehicle made a possible description of a, of a, like a store, like a gross, like a convenience store theft.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't me, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you know, because it just, the, the type of vehicle. And I, and I drove... That's when I had the uh, green GMC truck. Right. Single cab. Because they said it was a single cab truck, dark in color, uh, white male. So I, I fit a lot of the stuff that they were looking for. Yeah. So they. Just but once they ran the plates, you know, they're like, yeah, you can go.
0: Yeah. Well, eyewitnesses are off all the time. Um, I, I hate to say this because I want to support our law enforcement officers. I really do. Cops lie all the time because they're human and they want to get the bust, so yeah. they'll lie about it because it's easier sometimes. they will always lie. I didn't say but, always. But, no, no, but, I don't
1: think they really lie. I said they will Maybe
0: manipulate the facts a little,
1: stretch the truth.
0: Yeah. DNA evidence. Do you remember when Houston got into so much trouble? Yeah. They put people on death row because of evidence they fabricated. Mm-hmm. And it was a widespread problem in Texas huge and if we're fabricating evidence we have human officers who sometimes will lie and we've got eyewitness testimonies that is all over the place how could we possibly kill somebody because you can't now grant the guy comes out and says
1: damn right i killed every one of them if you let me out of here i'm gonna go kill some more no you're not shoot them
0: even in that case, the dude clearly has mental problems. Let's figure out what the heck is wrong with him. You know, let's figure out what's wrong with him. Now, <clears throat> somebody like the uh, the Vegas shooter. Everybody knew what what happened there. You, you remember him, right?
1: He got shot into the crowd.
0: Shot into the crowd. Killed, like, however many people he killed. Well, they know exactly who that guy is, and they've got a lot of evidence tying him to that. Okay. Maybe a situation like that, but those are so rare.
1: And they got him trying to kill him. So,
0: yeah, I mean, because he
1: had the doors ready to blow.
0: He had tannerite on the doors. Yeah, he he was he was ready to, to take out half the freaking hotel with that ta- tannerite.
1: We need which, to get some tannerite. I want to go. I don't it.
0: know how tannerite's legal. I really don't. How <laughs> it's basically a bomb that you shoot and it blows up. I don't understand it. I'm sorry. I don't. I get know it. it's
1: like. Borderline animal cruelty, but those videos they hit that <laughs> when big ass up the hogs. <laughs> they had that big ass thing of Tannerite out there, and all of them there's like thirty hogs come up and they shot that Tannerite and there's <laughs> fucking pig legs going all over the place. I'm like, well,
0: I don't know how that's animal abuse if they all die pretty quickly.
1: I think mostly because they're almost considered like rodents.
0: Yeah, well, hogs are a pest animal in Texas, yeah. and so it's okay to kill just as many as you want to kill. There's no hunting season on hogs. Yeah, you, get rid of them.
1: You can hunt them anytime,
0: Emily. Doesn't this matter. is for you. We're gonna kill thirty to fifty of them.
1: Yeah, about thirty or fifty.
0: Thirty to fifty. That's why I need my ARs for thirty to fifty hogs, feral hogs. So you know, <laughs> get some tannerite in my AR.
1: <laughs> it just sucks, sucks. You know, if you see one, there's a shit ton more somewhere.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and they scare off the deer. So if you're trying to get deer, you don't want hogs around because they scare off all the deer.
1: Well, the hunting club I went to when I was younger with a friend of mine the owner of that club was paying 50 bucks a head yeah. for every hog you killed.
0: Let me go out there.
1: Because they somebody. were they were getting overran.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's just they were just so many. I mean, like we would go out there on the weekends, and he had about five or six of the hog traps set up.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, we would have to stop setting the traps.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because we, we, we're out there on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday – And we spent, I bet you we probably spent 15 hours that weekend cleaning hogs. Yeah. I've never
0: had, I've never had wild hog meat. I would like to try it.
1: But it was, it was a, I mean, we'd go out to one of them uh, traps and there might be 10 of them in there. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It was crazy. I mean, there were just so freaking many of them. Even like where I work now, there's a bunch of them. like every day when you walk out they're just you know me driving at a feed mill you know all the feed is made from corn and those hogs out there have gotten to the point where they know the sound of the trucks and the sound they make when they uh, dump the corn and when those trucks leave and there's no more out there those hogs will come up out of the woods and there'll be sometimes there'll be five or six I mean we we went over there one time there was about 20 of them One of them fell in the auger one day, but she was really lucky the auger wasn't on when she fell in, or that would have been nasty. We'd have had chewed up hog everywhere. But, I mean, they're just... Because I don't know how many litters they have a year, but it's several, I think. Or a couple, at least. And they have several piglets every time. Because I know just yesterday, when I was at work, I got loaded, and as I came off the scale... There was four or five larger ones, and there was probably at least 10 to 15 baby ones that were out there. And when I mean baby ones, I'm talking about like these things were like six, seven inches tall, like little bitty babies.
2: Bitty, bitty babies. Yeah,
1: little bitty ones. And I'm just like, ooh, that's a good meat. <laughs> you don't want to shoot the big ones. They don't taste good. They're all, they're real. They're gamey and Yeah, straight-y. like if you ever want, I mean, if you're just trying to get rid of them, you shoot whatever the hell you see. Right. But if you're ever wanting to go hog hunting and you're wanting to get one that you're going to eat and it like actually tastes taste good, good, you're looking for one 25 to 30 pounds. That's a good... I Not mean, like the one that I was with the guy that shot. It was 387.
0: Yeah, don't don't eat that one. That was nasty.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have eaten that one.
0: <laughs> Bernie well, memes. Well, hold on. Well, We're, we got to talk uh, about the Bernie memes. We beams.
1: are, but... <laughs> We're bringing back an old segment.
0: What's the old segment?
1: Our thumbs up and thumbs our thumbs up, down. Thumbs up, thumbs
0: down. All right. So what's your thumbs up?
1: My thumbs up? No,
0: give me your thumbs down first. No, we've already
1: started. My thumbs up is the Bernie Sanders memes.
0: Bernie Sanders I memes. already had it
1: written down. <laughs> I mean, and even great whenever they were talking, they, they interviewed Bernie and they were talking about him. They said, have your people, have your people been showing you these? And he started laughing. He goes, yeah, there's a lot of those are really good. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite ones is the one where he looks like a USC fighter and he's got a guy in an arm bar.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) And floating around in the Baby Yoda deal. Yeah. The Game of Thrones. Sitting on a bench with Force Gump. I mean, there's just so many of them. I mean, and everybody's like, what's the best thing come out of the inauguration? Everybody's like, the Bernie memes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, I did post one earlier. It wasn't technically a meme, but it kind of was a meme. It said, the best Bernie Sanders sitting meme. And it showed him back in the '70s doing a peaceful sit-in with a bunch of black folks, and oh, the police really? were around him. And it was just like, like I got chills looking at the picture because Bernie has been like a social justice warrior since day one. You know, just out there fighting the fight for people, and that's just, you know, he's awesome.
1: Yeah, Bernie. I think. I mean, I, I actually I'm not gonna sit here and say I think Bernie's a good guy because I don't know shit about him. <laughs> I'm not going to say man, he's the bad. Walks, I'm not going to say he's good. I he don't know do nothing about him.
0: He walks the talk. And that's important. Because what he fights for in Congress, he has been fighting for since he was young. I mean...
1: So he's not a flip-flopper.
0: He is not. At all.
1: I'd have to see what kind of stuff he's into as far as what kind of stuff he fights for before I make my own decision about him. I, I, I don't... I mean, I know I'm late in the game.
0: Yeah.
1: I haven't, I've never paid attention to politics until what, maybe the last six months?
0: Maybe the last year.
1: Maybe the last I'll year. I'll give you the
0: last year because we've been doing the podcast for the last six months. So, okay. So probably the last year.
1: But I, I mean, I've been, I've just never cared for it because, I mean, even I mean, my main view on politics and politicians have not changed in the slightest.
0: They're all corrupt
1: there's no such thing as a politician that's not corrupt in some way. I agree. And I know, because it's like,
0: That shouldn't stop you from voting.
1: If you want a career in politics, you're going to have to be.
0: Yeah. Well, that's part of it.
1: Because I, I, I know everyone that goes in is like, I want to be the one that makes a difference.
2: hmm
1: And they get in there and they quickly realize, shit, if I don't do this, I'm gone.
0: Mm-hmm. You have to compromise all of your beliefs and all of your morals in order to get anything done. That's
1: like one of the, I don't know if it was a congressman or a senator, but it was a Republican one. Mm -hmm. He recently has said, talking about the impeachment trials, and he was warning the people in the Senate. He said, if you try to erase Donald Trump, you're going to be the one to get erased.
0: Excuse you?
1: So I mean, and they know. Is it Ted Cruz? No, Ted Cruz is just a.
0: He's. I don't use the R word. but He's. I, a um, word. I he almost a R said word. that
1: word. Cause <laughs> I know. I know we don't like using that word, but, but I almost said it. But, he, he
0: is one. If anybody was one, he is one.
1: But I know it's him. And there's one other one,
0: John Cornyn, who's that from I from Texas. swear
1: up and down that these two people are in a competition with each other to see who can out the other one.
0: Uh, Lindsey Graham?
1: No, it might be. I don't. I don't know.
0: John Cornyn was actually giving a press conference to. Um, was given a press conference to uh, to his people out there, and, and a, a freaking tooth fell out of his head. Did you see that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you snorting too much coke.
0: <laughs> John Cornyn is an embarrassment to Texas. Uh, Ted Cruz is an embarrassment to Texas. Oh, Louis Gohmert. Louis Gohmert is an embarrassment to Texas. He he's a uh, uh, over District 1 in Texas and uh, he's a absolute embarrassment uh, and, I, and I, I hate those three people make me really ashamed of the fact that I'm from Texas because they're just and I hate it that Ted Cruz comes out and says hey, you know on behalf of all Americans no, dumbass you're from Texas, you are representing Texas not all of America
1: he ain't representing me
0: yeah, and I didn't vote for him, so he's not representing me and he's been a Trump bootlicker since day one, so he's definitely not representative. But then he came
1: out and said, "You know, I, 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 I've, I've been against his rhetoric and how he's been speaking for the last four years."
0: Whatever. When did you go against his rhetoric in between bootlicks? It's
1: like, dude, why are you on in in front of a camera without a mask on? Because everybody can see Trump's pubes still stuck between your teeth.
0: Right. <laughs> And not the front pubes either, it's the back pubes. Ooh. <laughs> I don't really want to think about Trump's pubes. <laughs> He's making me think about Trump's pubes, so now you have to think about Trump's pubes.
1: Well, that's what I used to think about. I feel sorry for Melania because she's the one who's got to see him naked all the time.
0: Yo. But that little mushroom head, like all hidden in his little fat folds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make that face. You know you've thought it.
1: <laughs> <Buh>.
0: <laughs> so is that how we're going to end the podcast? <laughs>
1: the <buh. laughs> No, you still got to do your thumbs down.
0: Um, I don't know oh, what is my thumbs down. I haven't done my thumbs up yet. Oh. My thumbs up is the fact that Michelle Obama at the Trump uh, Trump inauguration in 2017. Had her hair pulled back into a sensible bun. But on this one, had the blowout done. Where her hair is glorious and flowy and curled. And had it done, like, she didn't bother to do her hair because she was like, I'm not wasting my time for this one for the Trump, you know, inauguration. But for this one, she was like, girl. (laughs) And she put your
1: your thumbs up too. Talk about why they were all wearing certain dresses.
0: Now, I know the purple is for royalty, They were wearing pearls for solidarity.
1: Well, the pearls were also from the first...
0: Uh, Geraldine... uh, Female
1: that ever ran for president.
0: uh, Geraldine... um, Oh, gosh. What was her name? Um, But all
1: the dresses that they were wearing...
0: They they were all from black designers. Black
1: designers. Every
0: single one of them was from a black designer. And they were all monochrome on on purpose. They were all matchy-matchy on purpose... They were purple because that signifies royalty and, and you know, just, oh, the, the, the view of these, of these powerful women at this inauguration was just amazing. Although it, it, for me, would have been made even better had Kamala Harris been wearing her chucks along with her pearls. Because <laughs> there, there's nothing more that I love than watching her jump off of a plane wearing jeans, chucks, pearls and a sport coat. I mean that is just like her look. Yeah. And and she needs to just own that and, and you know keep doing it because she's just she Auntie Kamala. That's 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 what she is. She's awesome. So but that's my thumbs up. I don't know what my thumbs down is. Maybe Oh I know I, I, what my I, thumbs down is. I
1: started to give my thumbs down to cardboard this week, but I'm trying I may let him off.
0: Well my thumbs down is Joe Exotic who said that the reason that Trump did not pardon him because like, he was
1: too gay? Was too
0: gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, Joe, it's like, Joe, nobody cares that you're gay. Nobody gives a crap. You didn't get pardoned because you didn't pony up the million dollars it takes to buy one of them.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: exactly what it was. He's broke, and Trump wouldn't pardon him because he's broke. 100%.
1: <laughs> the reason I was going to give cardboard, because <laughs> I've been, been jacking with him ever since it happened. But, you know, when we're playing Warzone and you get downed, Mm -hmm. your teammate can come revive you if they don't finish you off. Right. Well, this dude downed me, and then him and Cardboard were just, I don't know what they were doing. He claims he was trying to shoot him. He claimed he couldn't switch switch his gun out. Aw. But he was in between me and the guy trying to kill me, right? (laughs) Had him blocked. And he let the guy walk right past him and go over there and kill me. And then, magically, his gun starts working and he kills the guy.
0: Cardboard.
1: I'm like, dude, what the hell? You just let him... Oh, oh I was trying to switch guns. Was... Whatever. <laughs> of course, the other one was like, did you clip it? And they're like, no, neither one of us thought about it. And he was like, Haha, so if there's no video, there's no proof. I'm like... But you're the one that mentioned it to him first.
0: <laughs> Man, we're at an hour and sixteen. We've I don't already care. supersized this pot. This has been so much fun tonight though. I have missed getting together and doing this. We missed our date last week and that made me feel sad all week.
1: Yeah. We should have a Have you heard from the kid yet?
0: Uh have not heard from the kid yet, but um I think we're taking him down to his friend's house here shortly.
1: Whew, hope I ain't far.
0: No, I don't think it's far. It's the close house. So oh, right. the one right here? Yeah, the one right here. Uh, ah, yeah, okay, so okay, okay, okay. We should be fine. Because I'm not driving.
1: <laughs> not I'm not going to. Nope, nope, nope. Checking my notes, see if I lost anything.
0: Oh, can you be sworn on in on the Constitution instead of a Bible? Like, if you were an atheist, like, would they swear you in on the Constitution? Or, or whatever book you chose? Because, I mean, like, if you're I'm, like, if you're an avowed atheist... Most of the people that we have had in public office have been Christian of some sort. And so most, or, uh, most, if not all of them, get sworn in on the Bible. But if you're an atheist, why would you swear on the Bible? So could you swear on well, something Is there else?
1: anything in the writing that says they have to be sworn in on the Bible?
0: Not that I'm aware of. I think they just do the Bible because you've just always done the Bible. Oh, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, when she swore in, um, I don't know why, but for some reason, had her purse, like her little clutch. She just kind of set it on top of the Bible and then set her hand on top of the Bible, and people were going, "Oh, that's because she can't touch the Bible because she's evil."
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a no. Satan worship. No, she just,
0: she just, she just put her purse. It's, it's okay, it's okay. She's still swearing on the Bible.
1: Oh, and that kind of that, that burst brought, into brought up something—a very interesting conversation on my part. I think that you and I had the other day was about the presidential pardoning power.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good conversation.
1: Because I'm really curious to find out if when a president gives someone a pardon, now they said they didn't have to make it public. They can do it however they need to do it because it's, you know, his power is absolute. But do they have like a ledger or something that they write it all down in. Because I would think they would have to.
0: Because if they don't...
1: Because if they don't, because then you got to think about it, then technically Trump still has pardoning power.
0: Because nobody would be able to pin him down as to when he gave the pardon.
1: Because if somebody, one of his buddies comes up and gets, starts getting investigated for something, six months from now, for something that happened... In December of last year. Mm-hmm. He could go to Trump and say, dude, they're coming after me. I need some help. What can you do? Oh, well, here.
0: Louis me just backdate this pardon for you. Yeah.
1: I wrote it on January the 12th. Here you go.
0: Yeah. There's got to be some kind of mechanism that prevents people from doing that.
1: Because if not, I mean, then hell, Bill Clinton could still pardon somebody.
0: Yeah. Well, isn't H.W.? No, H.W. died. Who else? Uh, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter could bargain somebody.
1: Well, he's too busy helping build homes.
0: I know he is the best.
1: I mean, he's out there with like this big ass black eye, like or something hit him.
0: Yeah, all
1: swollen is... up, and he's still out there with a nail and a hammer helping build these houses.
0: Love Jimmy Carter. It's,
1: Is it Habitat for Humanity? Habitat
0: for Humanity. He goes out there all the time and he's building houses for Habitat for Humanity.
1: I mean, he may be out there for 12 hours and get three nails driven. But he's out there But you know what? That's three more nails I've ever driven for Habitat for Humanity. I mean, you talk about mad props. I mean, I don't know anything about his politics. Don't care. All I care about is what he's doing now. (coughs) And that's respect.
0: I can tell you he was not a great president. Nobody in the world thinks he was a great president. But everybody that I know of thinks he's a good man. Yeah. And I think that's probably why he wasn't a great president is because he's a good man. And you kind of have to be a little bit of a sociopath to be president. That's just one of the perks of the job. If you're not a sociopath, you can't be an effective president because you have to make decisions every day that hurt people. And I don't think Jimmy Carter was able to make those decisions. Also, Reagan uh, screwed him over, but that's a whole other story.
1: Another thing I was listening to, They were interviewing people about, uh, because there's people making comments about Biden not lasting long and Harris taking over for him.
0: Right. And and I'm one of those people. I I don't think he's going to make it through his first term.
1: And somebody had said, this one guy was like, but see, that's why they shouldn't have been able to make her the vice president. He said, because a woman don't need to be president.
0: Ugh. I already don't like your friend. No,
1: no, no, no. no. This, some interviews.
0: Oh, this interview. Okay, yeah. I
1: already and, and it was like one of them street interviews. Yeah, we oh, were okay. talking to somebody, right? And the guy was like, okay, so why why doesn't a woman need to be a president? And, and it was a woman that they were talking to, too. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a guy saying this was a woman. And she said, well, that's because women are too emotional. <laughs> and they might just start us up in some war for nothing. You know, they just may get us in a war. And the look on this chick's face when the guy was like, but every war we've ever been in was started by a man. <laughs> and she was just kind of like, and, and her next comment was, oh. Oh. She'll get us in a war. Every war that's ever been started has been started by a man.
2: Oh.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, after the last four years of watching that little toddler in the White House throw temper tantrums and be an emotional freaking wreck on Twitter every single day, I don't want to hear another crappy word about how women are too emotional to be president. That dude started an insurrection because he got his fefees hurt. Yeah. I don't want to hear another word about it. Women are fine.
1: He was on the rag for four years. <laughs>
0: You know what's funny, now that you say that, and you're, and you're like, oh, women are crazy when they're on the rag, right? When, Not crazy. Well, <laughs> I
1: ain't saying that shit. I ain't dying in my sleep.
0: When women are menstruating, our hormones are more like men's at, than they are at any other point in our cycle. Which means, when we are considered crazy, our hormones are almost identical to what a man's would be. See, like so that's why y'all get crazy,
1: because y'all can't handle it like we do. <laughs> you just can't handle it.
0: Well, we're not taught from the very time that we're very young to stomp our stuff down until we blow up and start a war. We actually deal with our feelings.
1: <laughs> oh, one other thing I need to talk about, too, real quick. This is my favorite thing to do on Facebook now. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see somebody post something still try to go back and post something positive that Trump has done or something negative that the Democrats or any anything negative or positive about anybody now uh-huh. political. Cause the first time I did it, this guy was saying something about Biden, and I was just like, wait a minute. Was it that what was that y'all been saying for the last four years? Oh yeah, that's right. And I put real big letters. Fake news. So now every time he posts something about Biden, I just respond, fake news. <laughs> and they're like, well, he's been lying to us. Fake news. No, well, that's fake news too. That's just fake news. But it's just... But one thing I like about this guy that I'm doing this to mostly... Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to say his name. His name is Russell.
2: Okay.
1: But I've known him for a while. And it's so funny because with the passion... That I hate Donald Trump is how much his passion is the exact opposite of how much he likes him. Mm-hmm. But he is the only Trump supporter I've had arguments with about anything online that doesn't go straight to childish name calling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I, I've even got... We, we would like private message each other back and forth thinking this is funny because because we, we, we are so opposite
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'll say something and then he'll actually like it he'll push the like button right mm-hmm. and it's something that you wouldn't think he would push the like button on and some, one of his friends like why would you like that that's, that's and he, he just responds to him you just don't understand yeah and then i'll get a text message from him i'll get a message direct message from him he's like it's funny because he, he feels the same way you know, because we'll, we'll, we go back and forth so much. Like, he'll say something dumb about... Like, like he posted a picture of uh, Biden and Harris on a little motor scooter from Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And said, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> and I just went, fake news, and he liked it, you know. So, I mean, we've been doing that back and forth. And then somebody actually posted on there, you should block him, blah, blah, blah. And then Russell actually told him, slightly, you don't understand. If you don't like it, keep on going.
0: Yeah growing. We, 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 uh, we understand
1: what each other's doing.
0: Yeah.
1: We're not going to... He said, we're not... He said, he's strong about what he feels. I'm strong about what I feel. And... I know I'm not going to change his views. He knows he's not going to change mine. Well... So we just keep going at it.
0: I lost a little bit of respect for Russell when he blocked me because he refused to even have a conversation with me. He basically... Now I called him stupid, but right. that was so after he that was after he implied that I was stupid for not supporting Trump. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Oh no, well, I know. And, and he didn't like that, and so he blocked me. And you know, whatever. That's fine. But you know, well, it's
1: like that one girl that blocked me. Be a man. Talk to me. That one girl that said, "I'm tired of you uh, talking bad about my president. I'm blocking you."
0: This isn't an airport, honey. Yeah, you don't have, have to announce your, your departure. departure.
1: And I was like, sweet, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Deuces. (laughs) I don't care. Because, I mean, I got to the point where I was trying to stay away from that kind of stuff for a while. And then I started hitting it hard. And I got to the point where, you know what? If you don't like it, hit the block button. I don't give a shit no more.
0: Yeah. It's fine.
1: I don't need you in my life. You're not that important to me. Yeah. You know? But yeah it goes.
0: I hate that it's come down to me having to do that to family members, but sometimes you just have to remove toxic influences from your life because they are causing you more harm than they're doing good, and I'm not gonna lie. I, I, you, several people who listen to this podcast already know this when Donald Trump was first elected, I ended up in some pretty hardcore therapy over it,
1: yeah. You know pretty what we're
0: hardcore therapy. People called me crazy when I was, you know, online. When I was like, you guys don't understand where this is going to end up. But I ended up being right because it ended up in a almost civil war with an insurrection on the Capitol and a second impeachment from a man who refused to give up the throne. And...
1: One term, twice impeached, lost the...
0: Popular vote twice. twice. Pro- and And, and never cracked 50% in the approval ratings and is one of the lowest rated presidents in the history of presidents in the history of, of tracking and And he
1: is also the first president since what was his first name Hoover?
0: Hoover. Er, yeah, Her- Herbert, Herbert Hoover.
1: to leave the presidency with a overall net loss of jobs. Yes. Since Hoover.
0: Now, they like to claim, "Hey, we gained 4 million jobs." Yeah, but you lost ten. Right. So that's not that's not a good thing, dude. You're still six thousand in the hole. So or six, six million mil. in the hole. So and and there okay, there was an article that I read the other day and I really need to pull this up because it was so interesting to me. And um all the jobs lost during December were women's jobs.
1: Mm-hmm. Women have lost the majority of the jobs.
0: Yeah. And that's nuts to me. Women are, by and large, in the caring, like like soft sciences, like nurses and, and teachers. and.
1: Well, see, why are you like, firing those people? Well, that's like somebody posted, and, and I wish I could remember the exact wording of it. I'm going to try. Line's hitting me. But, um, <laughs> it was, I may fumble my way through this one because i focusing, brain fog. Um... And it's not that I don't have the brain fog because of the COVID. Let's put that out there.
2: <laughs>
1: but, you know, this guy was like, you know, all these women are complaining about not getting highest paid jobs of men, like doctors, lawyers, CEOs, CFOs. Mm-hmm. He said it's their own fault. Mm-hmm. And the reason it's the other women are getting the lower paying jobs is their own fault. It's because they're going for jobs like, Women doctors, women CEOs, <laughs> women lawyers. Exactly. <laughs> they're doing the same jobs, but they're not getting paid the
0: same.
1: Yeah. And I, but I read that, and as soon as I got the read, I went, ooh. Yeah, that's
0: exactly right.
1: Talking about a gut punch.
0: Yeah. Now, there are people, and I've seen argued that there is no, wa- no real wage gap because women choose to go into teaching women choose to go into nursing women and those are just lower paid jobs right the thing is you don't account for societal influence we push women towards those jobs we don't push them towards ceo jobs like we do men we don't push them toward being a doctor like we do men society pushes them toward these softer jobs like caregivers because we think that that's what women are supposed to do. And those are lower paying jobs. You know what's interesting about um, nursing? I, I think it's nursing. Nursing used to be a male dominated field. And then women started getting into it. And they're like, oh well crap, women are taking over and we need to pay them less. And they started paying them less.
1: Well, you got to think about it right now. And I want you to be honest with me. Hmm? If I tell you a word, I want, I want you to quickly tell me your first thought. Of what you vision in your head. Yeah. Doctor.
0: Yeah, it's always a man. Nurse. And a nurse is always a woman.
1: Exactly. Woman. Teacher.
0: Yeah, always a woman. And Administri-
1: military. Principal.
0: Mili- always a man.
1: See, well, I always grew up having. I, I had. I had one male principal when I was in school. That was when I was but in junior high. But
0: principals night. tend to be men.
1: You no know, military.
0: Men. Yeah. Exactly.
1: You know. You, you, you just that's just a societal, societal thing. norm.
0: Yeah, it's a societal norm. And and we've got to break that cycle. And the only way we can do it is by being aware that it's there and by consciously moving away from it. We we have people who are sitting there going, "No, no, 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 that's not a problem. That's not a problem." What well, you can't fix something if you don't admit that it's a problem. And we have so many people Well, those to that admit refuse that to admit
1: that it's a problem is because that problem hasn't affected them. Exactly. If it affects you, it's a problem.
0: Exactly. That's 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 what happened to Nancy Reagan. Um, what was it? She she didn't decide to get involved in LGBT, you know, stuff until she had like a niece that ended up being gay. Mm-hmm. You know, her husband killed so many people in the AIDS crisis because he refused to help gay people, and then one of their family members ended up being gay, and she's like, "Oh, now we have to do something about it." Yeah. Screw you. Should have done something about it twenty years ago. You know. But yeah, okay, we're we're at an hour thirty (laughs) three, and you're drunk and I'm drunk.
1: (laughs) Can they come get the kid?
0: Yeah, they're gonna come get him.
1: They are. Yeah, they're gonna come get him. When they coming?
0: I, here, just a little bit. Okay. So we're good. Um, I have talked about all the things I want to talk about. I get
1: to play drunken Xbox tonight. You
0: get to play drunken Xbox tonight. I'm going to go fly me a kite and watch cartoons. Because it's been a while. Watch
1: cartoons. It's been a while since i played like really good drunken Black Ops and stuff. And the last time that I was really drunk, it was so funny because we were playing. It was me and Cardboard. And then Hero got on. And he was just like, hey, just to forewarn you, more Drake's drunk. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm going to go fly me a kite and watch cartoons. Yeah, but
1: one thing that's aggravating about that game so much is like we we can never get a good game together. Mm -hmm. Because, like, one of
0: you will be drunk.
1: He'll have, no, no, no. no. What I mean is like he'll have, we're playing duos, right? He'll have four or five games where he's getting like six or seven kills and I'm doing nothing.
0: Right.
1: And then I'll have a couple of games where I get like six or seven kills, but he won't do nothing. (laughs) I don't know if, for as long as we've played this game, I don't know if we've ever had a game where we've both had at least four or five kills. <laughs> we could never do it together, ever. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> All right, But right. I
1: did get three kills in one game the other night, and two of them were from a car. I felt so bad for one dude because he was fighting two other guys by himself, and he was, like, he was hiding behind a wall, uh-huh. and the other guys were over here behind this other wall, and I saw him. And I just <laughs> squawk, smashed his ass <laughs> and then backed up and went around the wall and ran over one of the other guys. <laughs> Double kill. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I'm calling it because we've, we've, this is like a super, super size one.
1: Okay, fine.
0: Okay, fine. We won't forget and we won't get lazy next week and we will have another podcast next week. I promise. Oh, cardboard. did you know
1: that on this day in 1983, the A-Team the a- debuted? Nice. Baracus.
0: Face.
1: Same day in sixty four, the twenty fourth Amendment.
0: What's the twenty fourth Amendment? Is that the one that the they're can not vote?
1: allowed to tax to vote?
0: Okay, poll tax.
1: And in fifteen seventy, was the first ever assassination by a firearm. A guy was walking down the road, and he was shot from with a rifle from a window. His name was James Earl. And he was killed by a supporter of Mary, the Mary Queen of Scots.
0: Is that an assassination, though? If
1: he was a political figure.
0: Okay, that's why I was going to ask. He was. Who a political was he? Figure. Because if it's if it's if you're not a political figure, it's just a murder.
1: He was a political figure.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But he was assassinated. That was the first one.
0: Cool. Well, I learned me something today. It's good to know.
1: Oh, the nephew that's got a birthday coming up. Uh huh. They're thinking about doing a. It's kind of a cool idea. You know, my sister's always come up with different ideas. Oh yeah. Drive by birthday party for Nathan. Yeah, kid. I've
0: seen I've seen the drive by birthday parties. They're
1: just not sure if they're gonna do it where she's gonna put him in the car and drive him by places. Uh huh. Or if they're or, or if
0: they're gonna have like something out in the front yard and we drive and we by. drive by. I gotcha. Either way, I'll throw candy at his head. Like a like a reverse parade, you know, just like Chuck Candy. Well, him.
1: There, there's something that I'm thinking about letting him borrow from us for for his birthday.
0: Uh huh.
1: Because he's actually in a class, which is surprising the hell out of me. He's in a class that's talking about financing. Okay. About how to save money and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, he's been saving money because he wants to he wants to get an Xbox so he can play with his brother.
0: Oh, right
1: and she's but my sister was just like i just don't know if it's something he's going to stick with or not and i said well that's kind of one of those things it'd be great if you could try it before you buy it right i said okay well let's do this i said "I'll, i'll talk with cricket about it and see if she's okay with it we have an xbox that we're not really using it's an old one so what if i let him borrow that one and then you can use that as a learning experience for him so okay you're saving up your money for this so why don't you try this first? And if you like it, then when you get the money saved up, you can go buy one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, oh, I said, because this works out. I said, what well, would be even more perfect is earlier in that day for his birthday, you give him an Xbox one controller.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then when he looks at it, he was like, he'll be like, well, what'd you get this for? And you can play the dumb mom. that don't know about electronics. Mm hmm. And you can just say, "Oh, I thought that was one of the controllers that has the games built into it. I guess I messed up. We'll have to take it back later. I'm sorry. We'll go find the right one. And then we'll come by, or if y'all come by here, and we'll let him borrow this Xbox to have to play." I said, but, but, "But he'll need a controller for it." Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, that'll be a cool idea." <laughs> I said, "I don't think I said I don't think Cricket have a problem with it." And I said, "But I'll talk to her and find yeah, out I'm for sure." Problem with that at all? I said, "We've got all the connections and all that kind of stuff. You just, you just need a controller." Right so that's what she was going to go do. So.
0: Also, tomorrow you got to hang my TV.
1: Yes.
0: Cuz we have the the TV in the living room is on the floor and I'm tired of looking at it on the floor. We've got the living room, we've got new furniture in there. It's rearranged differently. The living room is so much bigger now cuz it's not cut in half by that couch.
1: Yeah. It does look a lot bigger now. It
0: looks so Cuz like when bigger. we put
1: that in there like one of the one of the kids came in and he was just like Holy crap. I didn't realize this room was that big. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we live in a double wide trailer, but this is a big double wide trailer. It's got a lot of space in it. We have a living room. See, and that's a one dent. thing I
1: like about trailers, though, is that for your money,
0: you're getting you,
1: a lot. you get a lot more. High. Like I remember when we were looking for trailers a long time ago, mm-hmm. and we walked in that one triple wide a trailer. Triple wide
0: trailer. It was it was one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, but it was like four thousand square feet. Yeah, It was massive. Yeah,
1: two freaking kitchens in a trailer.
0: Two kitchens. Two living rooms. And one and of the end, kitchens
1: was a freaking gourmet rooms. kitchen.
0: Yeah. That gourmet kitchen was nice. Super nice.
1: Man, at our old age, it would take us like six years to Christian every room in that house.
0: Right? We'd try, though. I'm going to try that tonight because both kids are going to be gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So we're calling it. Oh, my gosh. We've almost gone two hours.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> You can listen to it in 30-minute segments if you want. I don't care.
0: It'll be all right. Okay, so we're calling it tonight. Thank you guys so much for coming back and listening to us. Can't believe you
1: hung out this long. If you did, you may have already cut it off and went, screw it, I'm done.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for sticking around this long. Um, Thank you for coming back, even though we missed it last week. I'm very sorry that we missed you last week. Who did that? We did miss you. What's that?
1: Somebody blurred all the words on my paper.
0: You did that. Your drunk ass did that. (laughs) He's trying to read and he can't read because he's drunk. (laughs) All right. This is Cricket signing off. We love you.
1: Bye. This is Vaughn. Bye. Sorry.